Welcome back to Beyond Strength and Endurance Coach Education. I'm the head coach of BSE, Kyle Holman. Today we are discussing coaching full speed. And what that means is coaching live, uh, you know, in person like we do uh, as coaches. You know, we are in a class session or a one-on-one session and things are moving at full speed. And so to how do we continually improve our ability to see things live and in full speed uh, to help people make those adjustments on their lift. So this is something that uh, I went through personally and, and learned and, and kind of developed a, a process, I suppose, of how to improve your ability uh, to see things live, to see them full speed, and be able to help coach people through that. Slow down to go fast. Uh, I played a lot of sports growing up, and uh, baseball was uh, was my jam and was fortunate enough to, to get the opportunity to play in college. And um, you know, when I moved from middle school to high school and high school to college, the biggest adjustment to make on that was the speed of the game. Uh, when I first made that transition into high school, everything seems so fast. I mean, pitchers are throwing the ball harder. Uh, when you're in the field, the ball is coming at you much faster. Um, and then as you do that over time, the game starts to slow down for you and you become accustomed to those faster speeds. And then once again, moving from high school to college, same thing. Everything is faster. Everything is quicker. Um, and then as you play more and more, things begin to slow down. And this is a natural process uh, for things like that in sports, but also in coaching. Um, when you learn um, to coach a new movement and it's in full speed, it just it looks at it. I mean, I remember early on in my coaching career, I'd watch somebody do you know something like a snatch and you know, in my head, I'm thinking, uh, I mean, it looks good to me, I guess. <laughs> while, while outwardly, I might say something like, you know, keep working hard and you'll get there. But uh, when I thought about it, like, get where? Um, I can't even really see what's what's happening right now. So um, how, how am I going to get them anywhere? Um, so I, I wanted to figure out a way to, to fix this for myself. Um, you know, we should always, as coaches, be looking for ways to improve our ability to, to help each and every individual we have the privilege of working with. So uh, the first thing was education. Um, I had to learn more. I had to seek out things to learn how to do these lifts uh, correctly. Uh, what was the proper technique on these lifts? Um, you know, what what were good ways to fix common errors that were happening, and and what even common errors are there? Um, so the first part is is definitely education. So once you know more, uh, now we need to figure out a way to see uh, these things in in full speed. So from there, I would video. Uh, sometimes it was myself. I would video myself doing lifts, but other times uh, if I was coaching a group, I would video uh, people in class and then afterwards I would watch them. And so now you can go you know, frame by frame or uh, in slow motion. And when things are slowed down, um, now you can pick out uh, these things that you've learned about through uh, education. Um, so the next thing uh, was, um, I was programming too, but finding ways to slow down, pause, or segment the lifts on people. So um, if you do a lift slower, uh, then obviously you can pick that out uh, at that speed. If we uh, segment the lift, so we're only working on a portion of the lift, now I can, I'm much more fine-tuning that I'm only looking for very specific things when the lift is uh, segmented. And then also pauses. Um, you know, if you pause in a lift before you complete it, now we can check certain things as far as our position um, in that to see you know, once again, now we can focus on something very specific when we have either slowed down, paused, or segmented the lift. Uh, then I started to give myself pop quizzes. So uh, I would video the lift. Um, and before I would look at the video, I would think to myself, okay, what, what did I see? 
And so I would think about what I saw and then I would go look at the video, um, you know, frame by frame or in slow motion and see if I was right. <laughs> you know, it's part of a pop quiz, right? And early on, obviously, I was wrong a lot more times than I was right. But that's how I learned um, to do that. So uh, it's a process that's worked very well. So it doesn't matter what lift it is or what you're trying to teach somebody. Um, but going through that constant process of educate yourself on what you're even looking for in the first place. And then video that so you can look at it at a uh, you know frame by frame or slower speed. And then have them do lifts that are either slowed down, uh, paused, or segmented. So you can be very uh, specific about what you're looking for. Um, and then continually give yourself those pop quizzes. So it was, it was just a vicious cycle of doing this over and over and over again um, with all the lifts. Um, and that's a great way to be able to improve then uh, being able to see it at a faster speed. Finding the fire. Uh, I've used this, this example a lot, but um, if you think of a fire and smoke, uh, so the smoke would be what is occurring in the lift. So it's the air that you see in the lift. But the fire is the cause of that. Um, so it's hard to give people corrective uh, drills or movements or anything like that if you don't know why. Uh, because the the same error could be happening for many different reasons. Um, and so if you just see an error and then you're just trying to f you know fix that error so you're only focusing on the smoke, um, it may or may not fix it. Um, but if you find the reason why that error is occurring, then you're going to have a much more uh, effective ability of giving them the right drill or movement to help correct it. So uh, just to give an example, something that you'll see in clean or snatch a lot is the bar path. So the bar swinging way out in front of the person, that bar path uh, swinging out like that can be caused for many different reasons. It could be caused of how they are setting up to the bar in the first place. So when I set up to a cleaner snatch, I need to be close enough to that barbell um, to allow me to have a good bar path. So if I set the barbell up too far away from me, then inevitably when I come up, the barbell is already out in front, so it's going to stay in front. Um, so that could be one cause. Uh, another cause could be their hips rising too quickly. So if they're, we call it stripper booty, so if their hips shoot way up in the air, now once again their weight is forward, the bar is forward, the bar can swing out that way. Um, once they get the barbell to their knee, are they getting it back to that mid to upper thigh in a good launch position, or are they starting to pull straight from their knee? Once again, that can cause the bar to be out in front. So when you think about all the lifts that you're looking at as a coach, you know we've gone through the process of educating, of videoing it so we can look in at a slower speed, looking at segmented or paused or slow lifts to be able to pick out these fine things and then pop quizzing ourselves. So now we can see uh, these common errors uh, happen in real time but now we need to take it to the next level and find the why behind the what. Why is this error for this person occurring? Um, and then from there, you can give more effective drills and things like that. And we're going to talk about it in later episodes, what those drills would be. Um, but finding that, that fire uh, that's causing the smoke will really enhance your ability to coach and, and help people. Creating light bulbs. We've once again talked about this quite a bit, but it's just something that uh, carries over so well and is very important. Um, you know, you got to find a way to make light bulbs go off for people instead of blank stairs or, or walls coming up. Um, so this process we've moved through, we've, we've educated ourselves, we've learned how to pick those common errors out in full speed. Then we've gone deeper into it and are now really trying to find the reason that those common errors are occurring. So now from here, how do we correct those errors? Um, so one of those is cues. 
um, on cueing people while you're coaching them. And the other one is finding a lift drill or movement to help correct, to work on uh, the common error that we're trying to correct. Uh, so the step with this, uh, the way you can find this is um, take class. You know, you need to take class with uh, and while other coaches are, are coaching so you can see what cues they use. And once they find a common error, what movements are they going to to help fix those? Uh, so taking class is huge. Talking shop. I mean, this is just talking with other coaches, your head coach, your other coaches or your owner um, and seeing, you know, just talking through things. You know, I, what happened the other day when you couldn't fix this with somebody or it wasn't quite working, what would they do in that situation? This is how you're going to find different cues because we've talked about it before. Um, cue words are, you know, trying to find as many cues as you can think of to say the same thing uh, because different things will resonate with different people. So purely talking to other coaches um, and other professionals in the industry will help you get that. Uh, the other thing is what are you watching and listening? Um, so watching videos and, um, or, and or listening to things like this, you know, once again, pay attention to the words that people are saying. And when they found a common error, what lift, drill, or movement did they suggest to correct it? Um, and these are all about just compiling as many cues and uh, corrective exercises as you can in your tool belt. Um, and then learn a new movement. So pick out something that you know, you're not the best at uh, personally and you know, what can you find uh, another coach or what can you watch to help you learn how to do that movement better? Uh, because once again, now it's all about listening to the words that they are saying and how they communicate. Um, because this is going to be a way where if you say one keyword or try one corrective exercise with a person and it's not working, what else do you have to go to? Um, you got to constantly try to find uh, a different way to say it or a different movement or way to go about it to correct it. Uh, I mean, my, my father has been a coach for a very long time, you know, told me early on in my coaching career, if, if, you know, an athlete is not doing what they're supposed to be doing, that's your fault. Um, and that might be pretty harsh, but you know, that's what they're coming to us for. I mean, they're coming to us for our expertise and, and, and our education to help them move more efficiently, to get stronger, to get more fit. Um, and so that is our job. So we have to continually search for ways um, to find these different keywords and different movements. And that's, you know, as I said, taking class, talking shop with other people, watching or listening to things, and then having somebody teach you something. So those are all ways to uh, increase the amount of things you have in your tool belt so you can make more and more light bulbs go off each and every time you coach somebody.